before I ask the table to, to come up, praise God. Um, Holy Spirit just wants to make sure that we, we receive this anointing. Do this with me. Reach out. Every soul, every soul in the sanctuary, every soul in the sanctuary. See, Father sees your heart, and he is God Almighty. He sees you reaching out. And what Father God asks of you is what he puts before you is the greatest blessing. It's the greatest blessing that your life will experience yet at this moment in time. And he's asking in faith, whatever it is that you're believing in your heart, whether you're believing for restoration over your family, whether you're believing for addiction to fall off your children, whether you're, you're believing for, you know, a, a healing, whether you're believing for a marriage that, that is undescribable, whether you're believing for a family just unified, whether, whether you're believing for freedom, that you're tired of being bound up by the enemy's hate and anger and, and, and just, judge, you know, if, if you're walking around judgmental and just salty and crunchy, God right now is putting before you a blessing. But this is the beauty of our God Almighty is that he's asking you, will you reach out your hand? And he says, as you reach out your hand, will you grab it? And in the name of Lord Jesus Christ, Father God, we are grabbing that blessing and we are bringing it in right now to the Holy of Holies in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. How many of you received that? Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Give God praise. Amen. Give God praise. Amen. Oh, look what I'm going to do. You know what that is, right? Anybody who didn't take theirs, I took it. Thank you very much. Amen. I took it. Thank you very much. Hallelujah. Don't get crunchy now. Don't look at your neighbor going, but that was mine. You didn't take it. Right? I'm not going to let it sit there and get spoiled. Look at me. I don't let things get spoiled. I eat it up real quick. Amen. All right, beloved church family, will, uh, will you welcome to the table? Live from Lebanon, Kentucky, Sister Kathy Rakes. Live from Lebanon, Kentucky, Sister Amanda Brady. Live from Lebanon, Kentucky, Sister Virginia Simpson. Live from Lebanon, Kentucky, off of East Chestnut Street, Sister Trish Karangan. And we got an out-of-towner out of here, all right? So you guys give God a, 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 big, a big praise for this one. Live all the way from Pearlville, Kentucky, Sister Rosalind Pheasant. Hallelujah. Our topic uh, tonight for the table is what we discussed in our worship service is meditate. And um, I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to my beloved wife. Praise God. Thank you all so much for coming tonight. Oh, hallelujah. It's so good to see all of our brothers and sisters, and it does my soul so good to be here in the house of the Lord and just to let Holy Spirit flow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. With every hug, with every smile, it just feels so good to get filled up with Holy Spirit from every single person in here. Hallelujah. It just changes your whole day. Amen. Because some days, some days, it's just getting here. That's the victory. Amen. <laughs> and you can feel everything just fall off. Hallelujah. Well, praise God. We're here at the table tonight. All my lovely sisters. So beautiful. So tonight's topic, again, is uh, meditation. So um, <laughs> I used to think meditate, and every time I hear that, I could still, you know, picture that. What do you think meditate is? Mm, right? That thing, that, you know. I don't know why it is that way. So I try not to actually say that word as meditate but to think upon, to think about, right? But that's what meditate is, is to think about. What are you constantly thinking about? And as Pastor said, when we think about things of the past or bad things, right, you feel that in you. You feel that, that uh, coming up out of you, right, or that, that angst or even depression come on you when you think about those things. Ah, but when you think about the Lord. Amen. Can't you just feel Holy Spirit flowing when you just think about the Lord and what he has done? I mean, 
even as we sit here, we are so blessed because of what Lord Jesus Christ has done. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And praise God, it's a choice. No matter what happens in your day, it's a choice to just stop and say, thank you, Jesus. I'm going to think about what you have done. Amen. Because no matter what I go through, can't compare to what you have gone through. Amen. Amen. So um, I'm going to let my sister start. And um, Miss Kathy, I'm going to start with you, okay? <laughs> Hello, my name is Kathy, and I'm recovered through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm going to read a scripture, Psalms 19:14. May these words of my mouth and this meditation of the heart be pleasing in your sight. Lord, my rock and my redemption. Amen. Amen. Um, meditation for me is I meditate through song. I worship through song. I worship through my Bible. I walk with him. Um, I can see him walk with me. I see his white robe. Um, I go in my bedroom when the kids are asleep, praise God. <laughs> And just the quietness, even if I have to open my Bible, or just here I am. He speaks to me. He speaks the kingdom of heaven in me. Um, like my sister said, I thought meditation was a... Um, and. and It's here. I meditate because he's in my heart. He lives inside of me. Um, I meditate in prayer. I meditate in my daily walks with him. I've said it before. I could be in a grocery store, and I don't know what to pick out or anything, and I know that's his, his voice, and he just speaks to me. He speaks to me everywhere I go, everywhere thing I do, and I know it's the enemy reminding me, you know, you didn't repent for that sin, so I say, Father, I know my past is already already clear, but Father, I'm sorry that I never repented for that. But I knew I know it's already forgiven. Um, it's just my daily walk with with the Lord. Hello, my name is Virginia and I am recovered through the blood of Lord Jesus Christ. As we've been going through this um, section with meditating and everything, um, it changes all the time. Um, we've all been through so many different things, whether it's past and present, and there's a lot of things we're all going to go through in the future. It's just, you know, like even with me, um, and you hear it from everybody, you know, people talk about people or they, they don't, they don't talk, speak good, you know, and I've caught myself doing it, you know, changing my focus on what God wants from me to what, how I can help God do what I want him to do for me, and that's changing, you know, it's, that's, you can't do that, you got to keep focused, keep him in view, keep him in view, you know, because there's so much, just like on the services and stuff, there's so much going on around you, and you hear this and hear that, and you just change how you think. You're like, well, maybe I need to check into this, or maybe I do that. Because I've caught myself, because when the doctors last year, you know, said that I have RA, which is rheumatoid arthritis, and it's like, I rebuke it. 
And, you know, and I kept my faith going in it, and, you know, I just kept it up, kept it up. He's like, no, I rebuked that. You know, I'm healed. I ain't got to worry about this. Well, then I thought, well, maybe it wouldn't hurt to Google because everybody Googles. And I'm like, well, I'll just see what, you know, they say about this and what they say about it. And, you know, and the next thing I know, I'm still just reading more little hints of things here and taking this medicine and taking that medicine. Well, and, the, you know, this was a few months after, you know, that I was stood firm. And then I just slid back down. Well, I started fixating things on what could go on or what I should do. Well, maybe just in case. It's like, that's putting doubt in God. Amen. And I no longer can put the doubt in God. Medicines, of course, you know, with me, I've had allergic reactions to medicines before well there was a little bit of a reaction to one that they gave me a couple months ago well okay well we don't want you taking this and we're going to put you on this one okay well this will do good well i had a really bad reaction this time i ended up in the hospital this past monday from it and the doctors you know they're like because I didn't say it, I do not want to take no more of this medicine. That was on Sunday because the way it started making me feel. And I have not taken any medicine since Monday. All these other medicines are like, oh, well, we don't know what's wrong. We'll try this. We'll try this. I have, and I'm like, and David didn't even know it until today. You know, he was telling somebody else about it. And I'm like, I'm sorry, honey, but I ain't been taking no medicine since Sunday. You know, and... Because yeah. I've done it. It's healed, you know. Because yeah. it's like it says in, Pro in the Proverbs 3, 5, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto, their, unto their, thine own understanding. You know, you try to understand what man wants you to understand, not what God's like, I've done, you know, I've done done this. You know, focus on me now. Just, you know, you, you don't need to meditate on nothing but me, and I've done taking care of this. Jesus said on the cross, it is finished. It, it is finished. You know, I love that because you said I Googled. And God constantly tells me if I go to Google and start to press the button, he says, why would you go to that thing when you could go to the original? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To meditate, I would think if for a lot of Christians, oh, <laughs> hello, my name is Amanda, and I'm recovered for the blood of Lord Jesus Christ. I think probably for a lot of Christians, um, when they think of God, they just think of God and that Jesus died for their sins. I don't think that for a lot of people, they really truly think in to who our God is and what he's done. So when I meditate, I already know what an Kleenex is. <laughs> I have just felt it coming like a fountain. <laughs> but when I meditate, Oh, my God, and what he's done for me. Yes, he, Jesus did die for my sins. But it was about new life. It wasn't just about forgiveness. That he sustains me. That when this world tells me I have to be all these things to be worthy, that he thought I was worthy enough to die for. But I was just living and just drowning in sin and just all the desires of this world that he blesses me, that he delivered me, that he healed me, that he loves me, that he forgives me. Amen. And just to think that God is big enough to make it all, create it all, but he is so personal with us, knows every hair on our head, knows everything about us, that he is on the throne, 
that he can do far more than I can ever even ask or imagine that he's going to do. It is truly amazing. And it is a choice every day to get up and meditate on our God and how great he is, all the things that he's done, all the things that he's doing. Or I can choose to get up and meditate on days the kids aren't acting right. You know, that I need, I've got 50 openings to fill. Where am I going to fill these people, find these people? I get a lot of problems at work, so I can choose to meditate on everybody else's problems. And one of the worst, one of the absolute worst, it has nothing to do with the past, but we can take our mind and create scenarios into the future of things that could happen that will never happen, that are probably never going to happen. And all that does is just allows the devil to steal your joy. That's it. And he will try, and he will try, and he will try. So it is, a, it is a choice. Try not to let your mind go there to things that could happen. God is on the throne. He is in control. And just to keep your thoughts all day long. If you, if you have time during the day to get away and have quiet time with God, that's wonderful. Do that. Go spend that quiet time and meditate. But if you don't, if you're just busy, you know, all day long, if you're at work, no matter where you're at, just keep your thoughts, meditate on our Lord Jesus and everything that God did for us that is so perfect. You will have peace. You will have joy in abundance, in abundance. When I do that, it keeps me grounded. It keeps me focused. And I'm so thankful when my mind, I have a husband that when my mind, and I'm sure it's, I, it's all over my face, when my mind begins to wander on things that, you know, other than God or that I shouldn't be focused on or the what ifs, he can look at me every time and he says, what are you thinking about? Where have your thoughts gone? He can't, and he will call it out every time, and that will... I will reel my thoughts back in, and I will be like, you're right. And I've got to get those thoughts back in check, back on our Father, back on Lord Jesus, and just let Holy Spirit just flow and do his thing. So it's all in our thoughts, what we think of. I just encourage you to just to, to, try, to try to control those thoughts and keep them focused on um, our Lord Jesus Christ. You will find peace like no other if you choose to do that, but it is choice. Hello, my name is Rosalind, and I am recovered through the blood of Lord Jesus Christ. Hello, beloved God. And from now on, I'm not following you. <laughs> I do this to me every time. <sighs> okay, so um, I'm going to start out by the definition of meditation, okay? Oh, well, let me get my glasses first because you know. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, meditation um, defined is, medication, meditation can be defined as a set of techniques that are intended to encourage a heightened state of awareness and focused attention. Okay, I say that because this morning on my prayer to work, I'm not going to lie, I was struggling with what I was going to say tonight for meditation. Um, you know, I prayed to God and, and I talked to God this morning and I'm like, Lord, I don't, I don't feel like I meditate the way that I should, um, and, and honestly, I'm not going to lie to you, I'm jealous of the ones that say, you know, I get to go spend an hour, or I get to go spend two hours every day with God, um, and, I, and I told him that, I, I'm jealous of that, I, I want that, and, and, <laughs> and he, first of all, told me he wanted me to look up meditation, because again, it's not, <laughs> you know, it's not this, and, and he told me this morning, he said, it's not the amount of quiet time that you spend with me. He said, there's a season for everything. He said, you're in a different season. And he reminded me that I'm obedient. <sighs> that I have parents that need me right now and that I'm blessed to still have parents 
and that my season right now is to be with my parents and that one of these times I will have time. I will have an extra hour a day to meditate, to literally spend that quiet time that I crave. <sighs> and he also reminded me that I don't hang up. <laughs> and by that, I mean all day long. I used to tell my youth group, they would say, well, how long do you pray, Miss Rocky? <laughs> and I'm like, that was a big thing to them because they wanted to know how long their prayers had to be. <laughs> And, you know, and I told them that part of me has not changed for years. Um, I have at least two times of prayer, not counting our meal times, obviously. But, you know, I do have two times set aside that I pray every day. And, you know, I told them, I said, it doesn't matter the length of your prayer. It doesn't matter. He knows your heart. You're being obedient Amen. in your prayer time. I said, but I don't hang up. I said, it's like a long-distance call all day long. It's free. So he's not being, I'm not being charged for this. <laughs> so I just choose not to hang up. I talk to God all day long. So kind of like our sister down there, I, I got to thinking more after prayer about what it is that I use to use focus my attention. Music is a big thing. You all have heard me say that before. You'll never get in my vehicle. You'll never be in my home. You'll never be at work that you do not hear K-Love or some type of Christian music. And truthfully, if I'm in my children's car, <laughs> they have soon discovered that mom just keeps hitting that button. So you can choose to turn it off or you can choose to listen to part of your song because this one's going to keep hitting that K-Love button that's on preset by the time I get out of the car. Okay, so, you know, I do use music as a lot of my focus that gets my attention and that, that just brings me closer. And you all, again, I, again, I'm a broken record, but I try to be here when the doors are open. This keeps me grounded. This keeps my focus during the week. And you all, if I miss, it really does bother me. I mean, I think about, oh, my gosh, you know, it's not been two or three weeks ago that I had to go. I felt like I needed to go with my daughter. She was making a stupid move, in my, my opinion. She was going to pick up a dog in the middle of nowhere with $400 cash by herself, okay? This mom couldn't let her happen, couldn't let that happen, okay? I missed this. I missed I am recovered, and, y'all, it killed me. I mean, I had to go home and watch it, and I just missed that focus. I missed, I missed just being around like-minded people because it grounds me. It puts me back into my focus mode, and I certainly don't want to miss Wednesdays with work. Um, I mean, I just need, I need it. And if you're missing, if you're not attending church somewhere, for the ones that are listening on Facebook, I just encourage you to get around like-minded people to find a good church that is Holy Spirit filled and led. Amen. And that will keep your attention. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Okay, Mom, can you hear me? Okay. Hi, my name is Trish Karangan, and I am recovered through the blood of Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love that. Because, <laughs> yes, I am his beloved, and, yes, he does tell me that. And um, I meditate on several different things. Um, it used to be that I meditated all the time on I am his favorite. <laughs> I am his favorite. And um, as much as he loves me, he does love everybody else the same. And he said, saint or sinner. He, I love them all the same, but yes, you are my favorite. And so are they, and so are they, and so are they. <laughs> so it's okay to say that. <laughs> um, the number one thing that I truly meditate on is this. I made a promise to God, and the reason I made it, even though he says don't make promises, just let your yes be yes and your no be no, is when I think about our father, and I think about Moses in the desert, 
and he would go up to the mountain. And God was so excited when he set his children free. And when they came out of Egypt, not a single one was sick. He says there wasn't one feeble, right? He had restored them and paid them back for all the years that their relatives and them had been slaves. Just bless them beyond bless them. And it, and it makes me laugh sometimes because I'm thinking they've got all this gold and all this stuff, and they're in their desert. Like, how are they pushing all that stuff in the desert, you know? But it makes me laugh. And, uh, but he overwhelms us with all that goodness. But what I promised him and what I meditate on is this. He asked for all his children to come to that mountaintop. And no one came. And I promised, Father, never again. If it's only one, never again will you be sitting on that mountaintop and nobody come. Amen. And I think about that every morning when I don't want to get up. And I just want to spend five more minutes <laughs> and hit that snooze button or just to lay there or whatever. But I know, my God, my father is just sitting there waiting. Amen. And I praise God because I know there are many who do that every single morning. And it just blesses him so much that his children are coming to the mountaintop. He's like, yes, they're finally coming. Here they come. Hallelujah. And so I meditate on that because I can see, I can feel his, his happiness, you know, just to have his children come. And uh, so, yeah, I meditate on that one. And uh, I asked, it used to be, as I went through my day, to meditate on what would Jesus do. You all remember those bracelets, you know, and that whole slogan, what would Jesus do? But I found myself, more time than not, not doing what Jesus would have done. I'm like, dang it. You know, and I have to repent and ask for forgiveness. And, well, the next time this comes up, I will do what Jesus did. But I kept meditating on that, and I kept falling short of what would Jesus do. So Holy Spirit says, why don't you just focus on him and how good he is? And it'll come because I will flow. Amen. Hallelujah. The word of God says that our father longs, longs for Holy Spirit. And I thought about why would he long for Holy Spirit when Holy Spirit just flows? But where is Holy Spirit? And if you long for somebody, it means you haven't seen them. You're aching for them, you know. You just So if you can think about your grandchildren living someplace else and you never get to see them and, you know, you just want them to come or you can go there or your parents, or whatever, you long for that person. And God says, I long for Holy Spirit. So whether it's coming to church or prayer, whether it's in your car or at work or whatever it is, that, you know, I can just feel Father God just being satisfied because here Holy Spirit is. That Holy Spirit literally needs us to take him to the Father so he can be refreshed and refilled within us. Amen. And then I asked Holy Spirit to help me to be like Jesus. When he, sorry, we, <laughs> we ended on our side. When he went to the garden and he was praying and asking for the disciples to help him to pray, to keep watch. Yes, he was thinking about what he was going to go through and asking, Father, will you take this cup from me? But he was thinking about eternity. He was thinking about all of us and all of our brothers and sisters, whether they're our brothers and sisters yet, all of them that are going to come. 
understand how much Father wants all of his children back. Amen? And so I asked the Holy Spirit to help me to meditate on eternity, to meditate on what the big picture is, what the purpose is for us to be here on this earth. You know, because I used to think, well, once you get saved, why can't we just go to heaven? Why can't we just, you know, because... Right? Because at that moment, it's just perfect. You're good and perfect and, and pure and white as snow. Why don't we just go then? But there's a reason. It's because now you get to go back, we get to go back, and bring other children into the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Right? Amen. <laughs> and so it doesn't matter. What happens? It doesn't matter what I have or what I don't have. It doesn't matter what's going on. The bottom line is we've got a job to do. And our Father is trusting in us and working through us to bring all of his children into the kingdom of heaven. Amen? To constantly be thinking eternally like Lord Jesus Christ is. Yes, he loves the details. Amen. And yes, he blesses us beyond measure. But it's greater than that. It's greater than that. Amen. Let's give God praise. Hallelujah. So uh, at this time, um, if you have any questions for the table, the floor is open. Um, it could either be addressed specifically or to the entire table. And um, the topic, as you guys have noticed, and what God is blessing us with, with this fresh anointing, is how do we meditate in him? And I'm so thankful for, uh, we're one for eternity. We're one. And I'm so thankful for your worship life and how you bless our Father and you allow him to flow through you. So anointed. Amen. Amen. Any questions? Show of hands. I'm not going to beg. Praise God, Brother Sidney. Hallelujah. That's fine. I'll walk to you. That's fine. <laughs> uh, this is for anybody to answer, but do you ever find yourself meditating and wandering off while you're meditating and having to bring yourself back? Use your mic. Absolutely. I mean, especially when I... Uh, the, question, the question was... Some didn't hear. The question was, Brother Sidney asked, do you ever find yourself meditating, but in the process of meditating in prayer, you find yourself wandering off? Is that right, brother? <laughs> Absolutely. There's so many times when well, I'll, I'll get up into my room and my secret place and, and just be praying and talking to Father, and all of a sudden something and just squirrel, and I've gone completely left. <laughs> Absolutely. And I go off and I come back and I'm like, I'm so embarrassed, Father. I, I don't know what just happened. And uh, I just ask him to help me back. And there are other times when it's not as goofy. There's bad thoughts that come in. And so at that point, it's war. It's I plead the blood of Jesus over myself, over Joey, over my creatures, over my home, you know, over the front door and ask Father God to send his mighty war and angels to surround us, protect us, guard us, fight for us to drive the enemy far, far away and cut those heads off in the mighty name of Jesus so they can never come back. And I feel my mind, the peace come over my mind and those thoughts are gone. Amen. Anybody else want to answer any of that? Are you talking about like physically being wandering off somewhere else or just your mind wandering off somewhere else? Just your mind wandering? Okay. No, I was going to say physically I've seen that happen before, you know. You, you can see people actually. And then, you know, one minute they're here and they're like, I don't know how I got here. I was just talking to God because trust me, David does it all the time, <laughs> you know. And he, he doesn't know where he's at. Um, but I just leave him alone. But, yeah. I think everybody has that moment. I mean, and it's not just a once-in-a-while thing. You know, everybody, it's just like she was saying, you're, you know, you're sitting there, you're praying, or you're even, you know, you're doing something, and busy doing something. Next thing you know, it's like, what did I just do? You have no clue. Driving down the road, 
you'd be passing things like, I don't remember passing that place, and I know I just now passed it, but I don't remember seeing it because your mind does wander off. But And at times, you know, when God's like, really? Hello? But just keep focusing, keep thinking on God and everything. And every time that you do, your mind does wander off, just ask Holy Spirit, you know, even if you do it that day, in the morning if you get up or whatever, just like, okay, God, I know my mind's going to wander sometime today, but I give this to you. Just bring me back whenever I do, and, and he'll do it. He'll do it. I know I've been in prayer, or, you know, God sings songs to me all the time. Praise God. And when I'm in prayer, I'm, I know it's the enemy. Has something else on my mind that shouldn't even be there. So I have to rebuke it. Or, you know, he sings to me all day long. And then the enemy tries to put some worldly song that I know I don't want to listen to no more. And I kind of hate, I had to just rebuke it and plead the blood of Jesus all over me, all over my ears, all over my eyes, all over my thoughts, all over my mouth. That I don't want nothing to do with the world anymore. Nothing. Um, I just want to show of hands of how many people fell asleep during prayer. <laughs> okay. I mean, I think, honestly, Sydney, that, that to me, <laughs> that's something everybody has did. Either the squirrel moments or Bruce and I pray together at night after we're already in bed, um, laying down. And I got tickled. He had pulled like a four or five day straight and worked 13, 13 and a half hour days. <laughs> And he had started the prayer, and I'd finished that night, and he was snoring before I was done. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm just like, and you know that God just went, bless him, Lord. You know, he's, he's tired. I mean, you know, I think God just is happy that we are coming to him and spending that time with him. And I know he knows we're flushed, and we're going to have those squirrel moments, and we're going to have those times that we fall asleep. And we just wake up the next morning and say, forgive me, Lord, let's start all over. Amen. Amen. I do agree with what Rocky said, and I have done that many times, um, falling asleep. But the thing about it is, when that happens, it's usually because I'm at such peace while I'm praying and I'm talking to him that next thing I know is just kind of out of body and, and it's done, you know? So... Uh, and then also when I go into my prayer room, um, of course, the, the window there, it comes off the main highway. So I'll be in deep conversation or just sitting in the presence and um, a car will go by, you know, and you can hear it just like it's right there. And it's, it is a distraction, you know, and, and I get, lose my train of thought. But I'll just sit for a minute, reel my thoughts back in, and then just take off again. But I think it's totally normal to do that. I think everybody does. So, I just want to say that thank you all. I've learned a lot. And I'm learning a lot. I might not say it right. But, <laughs> but I just wanted to say thank you all for taking your time out to express what goes on in your life, to help people that is not very smart or very active because y'all are so gifted. And I just wanted y'all to know that, that y'all are so gifted to, to share with us. Elder Charles has a question. Get ready. Praise God. You got a question from the elder. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hello, beloved. I'm Charles Mattingly, and I'm covered by the blood of Jesus. Hello, beloved God. This is my first Friday I in know. two years. <laughs> I had to say it. <laughs> two years and two months. <laughs> I was counting the day. I done got goosebumps already. So, so I have a question for the ladies in your meditation time when do you feel like it's the strongest in the morning at night do you wake up in the middle of the night meditating because sometimes we have distractions 
We have things on our minds. But we also have that quiet time. When is, when is the strongest time for you to meditate? Is it in the morning when everybody's asleep or when is it night after the hard day's work and everything's went haywire and everything's went crazy and now you got really something to pray about? See what I'm saying? <laughs> Right. Uh, for me, it's definitely in the morning, uh, first thing, because I get up, I'm refreshed, I'm renewed. Um, everyone's still asleep, and of course, I do get up at the crack of dawn, so the house is always still quiet uh, when I rise. Um, lots of times for me, it's also just at my desk during the day. I'll be honest, by the time I get home at night, after going, you know, from 4.30 all day long, and... You know, there are days I pick up my grandkids and have them to whatever time. And by the time nighttime comes around, I'm exhausted. And uh, I have a little prayer time at night. But for me, my best, strongest time would be first thing in the morning when the house is quiet and why my mind is rested and I can focus. Because by, by the time nighttime rolls around, I'm so exhausted. So I just can't focus. So morning, definitely. Um, I'm 100% with Amanda on that. Um, I, I just don't, I can't miss my morning. I can't. I mean, I might fall asleep in, at night, like I laughing said, but my morning time is my, okay, I've got to get started and I've got to get on my fresh armor and <laughs> I, I've, I've got to have my, I've got to have my mind prepared. Um, but with that said, that's my every day. But the one thing that really sticks out in my mind, and I can't really, just tell you why but I've always been like this you put me on a beach and you let me hear the waves and you let me see a sunrise over that ocean and I don't know if it's the magnitude of his creation but man there is look I've got cold chills right now there is absolutely no place that I truly feel as close to God as I do, just, you give me myself, like I said, just put me by myself, just let me sit there, and let me watch that sunrise, and hear those waves, and to me, that I guess maybe that's what heaven's going to be like to me, I'm not sure, but that is my absolute, oh my goodness moment. That's so funny, I have a, a it's like a 10 hour thing, if you just play it, it's just the waves coming in <laughs> if you just sit out so I never get 10 hours but I mean like it, it just keeps going and going which is awesome but I will tell you this it's in the morning when I hear him call to me because I do go upstairs every morning before I go do anything just like you said I'm not gonna walk out of my house or go get busy without seeing him but there are mornings where it's it's important like he's calling me and it doesn't matter if I'm half asleep, you know, if everybody's still snoring, the dogs are snoring. But when I feel that, that call, it's powerful because he has something to say. Amen. That's like with me is even mornings mainly because I hear nothing. I hear no TVs. No, mama, because <laughs> it, it's true, you know, anybody knows it, just like, there's not five minutes, but, you know, and then sometimes, a lot of times, it's like if, if I get to get up earlier than he does, and uh, sometimes he just wants to sleep in, it's like, okay, I can sit there at the table, drink my coffee, read my Bible, and just talk to God and everything like that. And the next thing you know, he's like, Mama. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm praying. Oh, okay. <laughs> he just, oh, okay. And then he doesn't say nothing. But, yeah, mine's mainly in the mornings. But at nighttime, it's just like, it's just like your mind is just 
running and running and running what you've done all day, what you need to do, and it's just like that's when you really got to stop it. But it's mainly in the mornings. Well, he wakes me up two or three times, maybe four or five times during the night, and no matter if I potty or whatever, he's got a song he for me, and then, you know, that's how he ministers to me, and he talks to me, and, and then I'll go back to sleep, and then I'll get the kids up, and then my husband leaves real early, and then throughout the day, we'll talk, you know, we'll laugh, and then at night time, as me and my husband's time, we worship him together. We're one, so that's what God expects us to do. A praying wife and husband stays together. They're united together. And once you get hold of Jesus, you can't get enough of him. Wonderful sisters, maybe uh, may, may return to your seats. We got a few more minutes, and um, I just wanted to say thank you with all of our hearts for your obedience. And no one's going to take your stuff, so you can leave it there. Is it okay if I just sit here as I talk to you? Auntie got me. Auntie got me. My name is Joey Karangan, and I am recovered through the blood of my Lord Jesus Christ. Hello, beloved of God. Uh, I know I sound like a broken record, and... Um, These, these sisters here mean so much to me because uh, when the enemy rolled out, when the devil rolled out COVID and everything was shut down and the elders will tell you, I don't care who you talk to, we had no idea what to do. We were facing just, uh, we were facing something that we never thought in our lifetime, we would experience, you know, as children of God, as a church body, and, you know, all this craziness going on around the world. And I remember crying out to God one night and asking him for some encouragement. Because as a pastor, there's a lot of weight. I, I pray I don't stand before Lord Jesus Christ on Judgment Day and have to answer for something that I said wrong to you all or letting a sheep go astray. And I know what this devil's trying to do as far as break up churches, put fear on people's hearts. I mean, look at all the racism in this world, all the hatred, all the anger. You know, it's poor souls being being deceived by the devil that their identity is in the color of their skin or their religion. or Listen, I'm so blessed to be around children of God that our identity is in Christ Jesus because Holy Spirit lives in the inside of us. Amen? And that's the bottom line. Amen? Listen, if your identity is in your skin color, if your identity is in your denomination, if your identity is in the amount of money you make, if your identity is in your last name, I feel sorry for you because all that burns in hell. Amen. Amen. What does not burn in hell is what belongs to Lord Jesus Christ. Can I get hallelujah? So I, I say this to you because uh, Holy Spirit said take a seat as if I was talking to you from the table that Lord Jesus Christ prepared for us. You know, in Psalms 23, 5, Brother David says it perfectly. That, Lord, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runneth over. And what David spoke back then 
was us. That because Jesus Christ died, the table is set. Because he rose again, every blessing from Holy Spirit, all the gifts. You see these gifts, you see these flowers, and you see these little trinkets, the, the living water from the throne room of heaven, right? See, God prepared a table. But what I love about this is Father God prepared a table, but you still have to come. Can I get an amen? You still have to come. Right? You could preach it all day long. You could tell everybody what God has for you. But if you don't come, you don't partake in the blessings. And I'm so thankful that we came tonight to share this worship service. Amen? When I asked God for encouragement and, uh, and to help me through that troubling time last year, and we were doing, I mean, Pastor John and myself, I got to take you back to this. this. It's over three and a half years now. But I recall some of the elders interviewed me before God called us to come here. We were doing a little trial run. And don't you love it during those trial periods? Because you're trying to feel each other out. You know what I mean? You look different. You act different. But we need to figure out what's up with you, right? And same thing goes for me. I don't want to judge nobody, but it's like, where are you coming at? You know what I mean? I know you're feeling me out. I'm going to feel you out too if this is a good fit. And I remember one time, and um, Pastor John himself will tell you, we were in the office. And another elder was there. I don't know if it was Elder Charlie. It must have been or somebody else. But um, I remember Pastor John, you know, he, he looked at me and he said, okay. He goes, he goes we, know you, we know you preach. We know you, you can do all these things. And Pastor John straight up said it. He said, that's all great. But what do you really, really want to do? What, what, what has God given you for Open Arms Community Church? And I looked right at him in the eyes because Holy Spirit said it. And I said, all I want to do is worship Lord Jesus Christ. And I tell you right now, from that moment on, Pastor John, he reached out his hand and he said, that's all I need to hear. And from that moment on, I know God sealed us as one, as pastors, as overseers of the church. I know that the elders, they're one, we're all one together, but I'm just so grateful. And so I, I asked God. Sorry if I'm jumping all over the place. I'm just so overwhelmed with joy right now. Pastor and myself said it before we left that meeting room when I told him all I want to do is worship Lord Jesus Christ. And I said it to Pastor, and you can ask Pastor John this, as God is our witness. I said, Pastor John, Brother Charlie may have heard this. I said, if it's just you and me worshiping Lord Jesus we're going to worship Lord Jesus if it's just you and me sit standing in this sanctuary. Amen. Amen? Well, I will tell you, less than two years later, it happened. John and myself were in this sanctuary because it was locked down. And we had to record every worship service so that we can put it online and put it on Facebook for our church family, for those of us who were still faithful as far as, you know, we're still doing Sunday morning service, right? Even though we're not there, we're all together as one, right? Well, in the middle of all that happening, family, I'll tell you right now, the devil did whatever he could to distract me. And I asked God for help and encouragement. I asked God, Brother Ryan, I said, give me wisdom. I have no idea how do I pastor a church when I can't even go make my visitations because now I'm not even allowed to go. And the people that I once go to, to their homes, they don't want to let me in because they're afraid, right? And all these things. So it would, it would really mess with me. And in my meditation, I started having fear on me because I know I'm covered by the blood. I know that, you know, this COVID got nothing to do with Lord Jesus Christ and nothing can come against the blood of God. I know that I'm healed. I know that I'm sealed. Amen. And then, so this is what Holy Spirit told me, and it was so beautiful in his sweet, still voice. He said this. He said, I want you to reach out to my daughters, and whoever will come to the table, they will answer the call. And they will answer the call with boldness, no matter how this world acts. And they will come, and they will share what I'm doing through them, and we will record that. And I said, well, Father, that's all great. And, you know, so pray for me because I'm hard-headed. I, I mean, I'm not speaking death, but, you know, here God Almighty is telling me the answer, and I'm still stuck on, but what about me? 
right? And then I, I did. I said that. I said, well, Father, amen. We're going to do that, Elder Charlie. We're going to roll that out. But, Father, how am I going to get encouraged by this? And then Father God says, once you witness what I speak through each one of my beloved children, my presence in your life will encourage you and you will overcome this season. And I sit here before you saying, we have overcome in Jesus' name. Amen. We have overcome in Jesus' name. Amen. So you've heard, you've, heard, you've heard every precious soul's mouth, and you've heard, you've heard the heart of their worship life unto Father. You've heard their transparency as far as in how they meditate and how they worship God Almighty. You've also heard, and you hear it continuously through Sister Rosalind, how she's calling out. She's speaking to every soul that, that has ears to hear. Now when I say this, listen to me. You have Jesus Christ as Lord, you have ears to hear. If you're running away from Jesus, you ain't hearing everything. But this doesn't give you an excuse because God is going to keep on chasing you down. Amen? God's going to keep chasing you down. Hallelujah. But I love what Sister Rosalind says all the time, and, and everyone echoes it. If you don't have a church, at Open Arms Community Church, we beg you to come here. We beg you. We want you to be here. We want this to be your church home. Amen? I'll be the crazy one and say, you have to come here. You know, I have brothers and sisters that are so friendly and nice. You don't have to come. No, you have to come. You know why? Because Holy Spirit's here. Can I get an amen? Holy Spirit's here. Hear my heart, beloved church family. Listen. Listen. It isn't, about, it isn't about whoever's preaching. It isn't about whoever's speaking. This is Holy Spirit's house. Covered by the blood of Lord Jesus. Amen. So I, I, I beg you before we leave here tonight. Will you do your part and reach out to your family? To your friends? Right? Will you go ahead and say sorry to somebody? Maybe, maybe you hurt somebody. Maybe you don't even know what you done did and they're mad at you. Just say sorry. Right? For crying out loud, just say sorry. Don't let the devil tug at you anymore. Because the more you hold on to this... Oh, well, I just don't want to talk to them no more. Guess what? The devil's like, yeah, come over here. Yeah, come over here. Because you let that in your heart. Come here. Come here. And guess what? He don't even have the power to do this. But if you keep meditating on this unforgiveness, maybe I was talking to you earlier today. Maybe your identity is just completely broken. Let me introduce you to the only one that can repair it. Amen. His name is Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I speak to the young ones. I'm so thankful y'all are here. Yeah, you. I, it ain't even cold. Why are you all tucked in your shirt like that? Gosh, you're so cute. But listen, you're old enough now to know. You're old enough to know that God loves you. And he sent this man to die for you, his only son. Listen. Don't do what the world does. The world don't care about you. Your homies, your friends, popularity, ain't none of that matters at the end of the day. You have a God who loves you. Amen. And I'm going to tell you right now, God loves you for who you are. You hear me? God loves you for who you are. And you can do anything through Christ who strengthens you. And I pray that you all know this. Listen, I say this because I love you all. I see the gifts of God all over you guys. But don't let this devil... Have any say in your life. If you, got, if you got friends or partners out there that are garbage, listen. You let garbage hang out with garbage. You ain't garbage. Can I get an amen? You ain't garbage. Hallelujah. You ain't garbage. Say it with me. I am royalty. All because Jesus Christ is Lord. And that's the bottom line. Amen. You can take that to the bank. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give Brother Ryan a round of applause. He's, he's a tech team. How can he be tech team when there's only one member? He has Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. That's tech team right there. Brother Ryan and I, were, oh my goodness, Holy Spirit brought us together years and years and years ago in Danville. And um, I'm just so excited as far as in this new season we're in. But um, before he shuts off, 
Uh, he probably shut it off anyway. Did he shut it off? It's, it's good? Still on? Before we shut off Facebook, um, Facebook Friday evenings, we have I Am Recovered. What you witness here is the table, and this is just the intimate worship. Beloved daughters of God just sharing as far as their daily worship life. And uh, we encourage everybody to come on a Wednesday evening worship service, Friday evening worship service, and Sunday morning. Um, as our beloved daughter said, listen, if you don't have a church home, on the count of three, beloved church family, one, two, three, welcome home. And we say that in Jesus' name. Amen. Love you guys. God bless. Thank you, Brother Ryan. Woo, you can hear God speak. Amen. Hey, you can't order.